Hello, everyone. Pastor Deborah here, and welcome again to another wonderful video, a spiritual teaching for you. Yes, you, the forever person. We are doing another word of encouragement, spiritual teaching video to help you here in the year 2023. This is going to be number 13 of this year. I'm trying to work ahead. Believe it or not, when you see this, it is the end of September. And there is a hurricane that's off the coast of Cuba right now. But I don't think it's coming my way here in Pensacola. So I'm recording. Husband is gone. The house is quiet. Yes. But I've got to get some training done. I got to go trap another feral cat. Yeah. A little kitten showed up. Got to get him neutered so he or she will not be able to reproduce little kittens. Because we got enough wild animals out here. I live in the forest, believe it or not, with deers and crocodiles, raccoons and armadillo and rabbits. Yeah, sometimes a lot of stray dogs come around. So I'm going to be busy today. This is one of many videos I've recorded. I've been doing some YouTube shorts. To help you ask questions and to look at yourself. That's right. Not other people, but yourself. So here in this word of encouragement, number 13 of this year, 2023. I want to ask you a question. Has your mouth transgressed? This video from Pixabay, which is free, is to show us the center, our mouth. Speaking out words of transgression. Where do these words come from? From your soul. Your ideas, your thoughts, your concepts, your beliefs, what you've been trained, schooled in. And from your spirit that's deeper inside of you. For you might be serving a kingdom of darkness, ignorance, perversion, iniquity. One that is against the kingdom of agape love against Christ Jesus. Many of you are. You want to control people. You want to be the kings. You're supposed to be a king, but in righteousness. So my question is, has your mouth transgressed righteousness and justice? Does it lie to us? Does it provide bewitchment, spells? And oppression. Do you spit out deep, powerful rules to control us? Has your mouth transgressed? And it is based on Psalms 17, 3 through 8. And I'm going to read it to you. It's out of the authorized King James Bible. But first, let's open up with a welcome to everybody. From every galaxy, solar system, and planet. Here in the Garden of Eden. Yeah, I'm learning more about the garden. I'm watching some Lord of the Rings teachings from J.R. Toplin about the early beginnings of Middle Earth and how Lord Sauron got created and about the different lands, the lands and the years of the two trees and the elves and how Sauron, who didn't used to be at Lake 
Lucifer, who didn't start off as Satan. But they wanted to be creators themselves. But in this teaching, it said that this creature could not find the life source, which was the Holy Spirit, in order to create things. All he could do was destroy, pervert, and twist. That's all. Actually, I got to go back and watch it again. Tolkien saw deep into the spirit, and yet he created a world with new names. But it's right out of the Bible. Tolkien was a Christian. Believe it or not. So my question to you, has your mouth transgressed? According to Psalm 17, 3 through 8. But let's pray now. We've welcomed everybody here to the garden. No matter where your physical body is, you are here with me now in the realm of the spirit. Watching this video to help you understand yourself. What comes out of your mouth or your private thoughts and conversations to yourself is in you. It's been created in you. You've learned it. It is your beliefs, your concepts, your ideas, your traditions, your quiet thoughts. Mm -hmm. Even if you don't open your mouth, Esther Deborah can hear you thinking. I can see the source of your words. Mm -hmm. And if I look a little strange to you or strange things happen, like I point my hand maybe and it disappears to the video. Or when I put my hand up, something comes up besides the picture like that. That's my background. I do not use a green screen. They are too big, too cumbersome. Tried small ones. One's attached to a chair. None work. In fact, I'm downsizing. So if, you, if I'm too fuzzy or the words, just please close your eyes and listen. So let's begin this teaching. With prayer, dear Heavenly Father of the kingdom of heaven, the great I am of the King James Bible, help us to spiritually understand, receive and perceive your words of spirit and life. Help us. We need to understand ourselves and our need to be new and clean. We need to understand what we're doing why we're doing what we're doing, and who we are serving with our mouth, with our words, with our policies, our laws, and to learn if our mouth has transgressed, become treasonous to you, to your kingdom, to agape love. Help us, Father. We need to look at ourselves and see what we're doing, what we're saying, and where it comes from, where it comes from you or another. Father, help us, teach us, guide us in your wisdom, truth, and light, for it is only your truth that can help us to be free and see the light. Father, be with us in this teaching of words of encouragement. Number 13, 
Has your mouth transgressed? Help us to hear from King David, who wrote this. Help us to learn, see the light, know the truth about ourselves. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. Okay, let's begin. Psalms 17. We'll start with verse number three. Psalms was written by King David, the second king of ancient Israel. He was a shepherd boy at first who used to sing with a lyre. He used to protect and watch over his father's sheep all night, all day, guarding them, protecting them, helping them. So he became the king of Israel, anointed by God. That's a beautiful ceremony to watch if you've ever seen it. We get glimpses of it in the earthly when kings or queens are coronated. And there's anointing oil. The priests are there. This happens in the occult world in the families. Mm -hmm. There are kings and queens. They have coronation ceremonies. Mm -hmm. Met a lot of them, still do. That's right. They're king of clans. King of peoples. Nations, territory, businesses. Yes, in the realm of the occult, which means the unseen, the hidden, there are kings. And we have to understand that and learn that. So David helps us. He's going to teach us about our mouth today. Psalm 17, verse 3. King David is speaking to God, the king, the Lord the creator of Israel, who is King David's Lord and King. Verse 3. You, O Lord, have spiritually proved, tested, examined, tried my spiritual heart, me, the forever person. You have looked at my mind and thoughts concepts, my images, my statutes, my graven images I've created in myself. You have pondered and looked at my ideas. You have looked at my feelings, my desires, my lust, my thoughts. You have seen what kind of trees I have planted in my thoughts, in my spirit. You, Lord, has spiritually visited me, the forever person, in my dreams. Mm-hmm. When I'm sick, you have visited me in the night. You have looked at me when I'm doing other things in the day. You, O oh Lord, King David says, have tried and tested and proved me. And you shall find, I hope, King David said, spiritually nothing of dishonor in me, of sin, treason is what that means, of oppression, of hate, of destruction, of death, of envy, jealousy, lies, distortion, 
sexual lust, bewitchment, fear, oppression, perversion, iniquity. You have not seen me serving other gods, other strong men. Hopefully you have not seen another king upon the throne of my spirit. Me worshiping and sacrificing spiritually to another God. Dear Lord, King David says, I am spiritually purposed, determined. That my mouth, my earthly helpmate, my servant, my vessel in the earth, and my soul itself, and my spirit, shall not spiritually transgress you, the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God, your words of spirit and light. Yes, David is telling us. He will look at you. He will listen to your words, hear your thoughts, perceive what you're thinking. He will test your words. Your words are an outbreathing, sort of like this. This is coming out for this picture. You see the light, the crookedness, but he's going to go deep in the center. Mm-hmm. It's going back to where they came from. What kind of spirit and soul are they coming from? He's looking. He's testing you. You politician, you judge, you business owner, your policemen, your teachers, unions, your principals, your mothers, your fathers, business owners, leaders of nations. He's testing every one of us. He tests Pastor Deborah. So look at your words. You may say one thing to the camera, to the microphone. You may say another thing to yourself. In private meetings, where you think nobody's listening to you. Do you know God can take my spirit and put it in any one of your meetings? And I can be like a fly on the wall. And I can hear everything you say. I can go into the deep, hidden, spiritual kingdom of darkness. To all those meetings. I can go to the meetings of Satan and all his demons. I can go anywhere God desires me to go. And I've done that. So I can hear you. I know you. You cannot fool Pastor Deborah and God. Or the Holy Spirit or Christ Jesus. We see the real you. Psalm 17, verse 4. Spiritually concerning the spiritual works of men, humanity. By the word of your lips, O Lord, I have kept myself from the path of the destroyer. Can you say that? Who is the destroyer? Is it Christ Jesus? Is it the God of the Bible? Is it his truth? Is that the destroyer that you're trying to destroy with your culture and your traditions and your religion? Who is the destroyer? 
one that forces you to do things, whether you want to or not. Forces you to live by certain religious rules or not. And if you don't, they kill you. Who is the destroyer? David is saying, look at my words that I speak. They are the outbreathing. And you will say, I have kept my lips from the path of the destroyer. You can destroy people with your words. You can curse them with your words. You can kill them with your words. You can kill yourself. When you say, my back is killing me. I'll kill you to your children. That's the mouth of a destroyer. When you don't know truth, you cannot provide hope to anybody. When you don't know what is normal for the human spirit and its soul, you cannot provide a pathway to healing, freedom. You are a destroyer. Like this video is showing. This is what's coming out of you, coming off of you. It has smells. It has electricity, forces coming off of your words. Words are containers of blessings or curses. Life or death, they come with things. That's how powerful words are. Hmm? Have you transgressed with your words? Verse 5. O Lord, says King David, hold up, strengthen, guide me. And my spiritual words, my concepts, my ideas, my thoughts, my deeds, my goings in your ways. Help me to stay on the path Of love and life. Of your path of righteousness, David is saying. So that my spiritual footsteps. My thoughts. My deeds, my works. My ideas. Slip not. From your words of spirit and life. And of agape love. And of the path of righteousness. David recognized there is another path, one of unrighteousness, one of hate and jealousy and control, one not of life but death, one that's perverse, one that seduces you, forces you. He recognized that there were another path and he needed help to stay on the right path with God. Do you pray that? Do you pray before every time you talk on a microphone that your words are words of spirit and life? Or do you speak hate to others because you're trying to build another kingdom, a one world government for another king on your planet? David knew he needed help. He couldn't do this alone. Who do you pray to for help? What God and king are you seeking to help you? Who are your handlers? Who are your guides? Who writes your speeches for you? What policies do you follow? 
David knew there was another path he could go on. He could slip to. His words could speak about. And he knew he needed help to stay on the right path. The path of righteousness with God of the Bible. Verse number six. Oh, Lord, King David is saying and praying. I, King David, have spiritually called. I have prayed. I have petitioned to you. For you, O oh Lord, will hear me. The forever person. Your prayers must be of the spirit, not your soul. He's looking. He's a spirit. God is a spirit. He is working with, looking for your spirit to talk to him. So is the other guy named Satan. David goes on and says, Oh God, spiritually inclined, turn your ear unto me, hearing my words and prayers. When you pray, Honestly to God for help. Like David did. To stay on God's path. Of righteousness. A spirit in life. With your words. Your deeds. Your actions. You're asking him. Please hear me. I need your help. Okay. How many of you do that? Or are you asking maybe a saint. A mother. A baby. Maybe you're just asking fate or luck. But deep in the spirit, you're asking for help from the dark Lord of the kingdom of darkness. You're trying to get his purposes done on earth. So you'll get rewarded with whatever lust you want. Money, houses, reputation, legacy. I have to look deep into politicians' lives. Their ancestors. Why they make the policy decisions they make. Why they make the laws that they make. Who they're serving. Who their Lord and God is. I do that with everyone. Mm -hmm. And then I talk to God. He and I know what's going on. I'm not going to talk to a lot of people about it. I'm not going to prophesy it out. I'm just going to pray. Send forth the legions of the captain of the host of heaven to do battle. To be at peace and at rest knowing God is at work. Verse 7. O Lord, spiritually, David is saying, show, reveal, demonstrate, and manifest your marvelous loving kindness to me. What was he asking? For strength to stay on the right path. On the path of righteousness, agape, love, and light. You get off the path when you support abortion to abort a baby. It is life. God is a life-giving God. He desires for that baby to come forth. There's a spirit in it, a forever person. They have a purpose on life on the planet. When you vote support abortion at any stage, even after birth, you're not a spirit of life. You do not care for life. 
If you do wars and blow up bodies and babies and children, starve or you fight and keep food from people. You're not a spirit of life. So David is saying, show and reveal yourself. Give me your strength. Hear my petitions. Let me see your marvelous loving kindness. Oh, Lord, that you save me by your right hand. David knew he needed help and saving and he needed protection. He needed to stay on the right path so he wouldn't speak out this stuff. And be a bearer of death and destruction. He's saying, let me see. Oh, Lord, your loving kindness. Let me see you help me and save me by your right hand of love and mercy and forgiveness. By your own sacrifice on a cross. Through your son, Christ Jesus. Many people I work with, they've done some horrible things. They need to see this loving kindness of God. One young person I just helped. He needed deliverance. He couldn't love his father, his brother, his country, what he was born to be or do because of what was in him. And once we got that out, he was free, he said. Now I can love again. Mm -hmm. But fear is always there. But we have to start deep on the inside. That's what King David is saying to God. Show your loving kindness to me. Deep on the inside. He says, show us, me, all of us, which put our spiritual trust in you, O Lord God, from those that rise up against us. David knew he needed help. He needed some protection. That there were going to be people things like this maybe you from your words rising up against king david the children of righteousness there's a battle of words going on culture tradition kingdoms if you go to my rumble channel i'm teaching those on rumble how to use their videos their words to be spiritual warfare people soldiers And agape loves war. There is a battle of two realms. Two kingdoms and two worlds. That's right. So King David knew that. And he knew that people that were coming against him. Were of the kingdom of darkness. And were Satan's people. Sort of like the orcs. The evil men. Of the Lord of the rings. Who served Sauron. That great, wonderful trilogy showed us good versus evil, dark versus light. The power of the three, the rings. How power can corrupt you. How even though you've been given wonderful gifts, there's something in all of us that can turn evil and wicked. So David is saying, I need help. I need you to show your loving kindness. And I will put my trust in you. Lord, you got to help me. (laughs) From those that come up against us. Verse 8. 
Oh, Lord God, King David continues, please keep me, the forever person, the spirit part of me, as the apple, the fruitful fruit, the glory of your gaze, your eye. Spiritually, hide me, the forever person. Spiritually, from those who spiritually rise up against me. God wants to look at you and say, there's my child. Look at them. Their glorious words are radiant. They're not this. They're not words of lies and distortions. They don't pervert the truth. They don't kill. Their words are of spirit and life. Even the enemy's words that come through politicians, leaders, books, school teachers, politicians, business people, they are either words of, they're all words of spirit. They're either words of life. And a copy loving of the kingdom of heaven or of darkness and perversion and lust, greed and hate and jealousy. Black and white, good and bad, right and wrong. And King David was saying, God, please help me. Keep me in the very center of your eye, your gaze. Look upon my words as fruit that are fruitful and bearing other trees, beautiful flowers and bringing forth life. Help me to be a life-giving spirit from my words that you may look and see your glory, your image and likeness, your beauty and majesty and glory. And you may say, there I am. Coming through, Pastor Deborah. Coming through her words, her videos, her appearance. King David is asking for help. And say, spiritually hide me, protect me. From those who will spiritually rise up against me. Yes, you have an enemy. Anytime you speak truth, the enemy of lies is coming. Yep. Could come in many ways. The Lord of the Rings taught us that. Could come by people within our own family. Did you know spirits can move around in earthly things like bodies, trees? They can be anywhere. Watching, listening. I just saw a great movie called Arthur and Merlin. I've got to go back and watch it again. Write down some things. But near the end, there was a wizard of of the Druids. And he was trying to get the Druids back in position of power. He was trying to raise a dark, satanic god, king, out of some well. Well, he wanted to be there and talk and look through as this was happening. So they put a necklace with like a triangle on it. And he came through that human body and looked and talked. Even back then, human spirits were traveling inside of human bodies. Mm Mm-hmm. Strange as it may seem. That's right. So here, in this word of encouragement, what have we learned? 
Your words can be words like this of bewitchment, lies coming from where the center, your heart, your mind, your training. Sending out seeds of death and destruction, oppression, working for another king, another lord, your own father who wants to build his kingdom on earth, your planet. But God is always working. He is always working. So in this word of encouragement, number 13, entitled, Has Your Mouth Transgressed? I'm asking you a question. First, you have to know what is transgression. What are you transing? What are you coming against? What are the right words? And have you broken the law of them? So that's my question to you. Has your mouth transgressed? David said, I I know it could. So I need some help so it won't. And I need to be on the right path with my words. And when I speak truth and I stay on that path, the enemy is going to come against me. So I need your help, Lord. And let me shine forth your glory and majesty. And let me see you helping me. David knew that he could transgress the laws of God, the laws of life, the laws of spirit and righteousness and truth and a copy love. So he needed some help. And that's my question to you. Have you done this? If you have, you need to ask God to forgive you and sort of wash your mouth out with soap and change your thoughts and who you serve and just do you a whole new You, you need a birth. You need to grow up, become somebody else. So that's my question to you. Ponder it. Think about it. Think about your words that you say, the songs you sing, the books you write. You as a newscaster, what you're saying, who you're saying it for. Ask. Have God look at you. And he will. He might even send me to you to tell you the truth because you need to know the truth of has your mouth transgressed God, the God and Lord of King David, the God and Lord of the kingdom of heaven and of Christ Jesus. Are you misusing those words, misapplying them? He'll tell you. And if you need his mercy and forgiveness, it is there. Mm-hmm. If you're one of his, if you're not one of his, his children, like King David, he'll make you one when you believe in his son, Christ Jesus, on a cross, died and rose again. And then you'll be birthed anew. You'll have a spiritual circumcision out of your soul called a Hebrews 4.12. God will start working Isaiah 61 and 62 in your life. And he will help you to have a mouth of righteousness. Righteous thoughts and concepts working for him. So he can say, there they are. The apple of my eye. The glory of me. That when I look at you, all I see is me. The glory of righteousness. So you be encouraged. There's hope for you. 
And if you are one of his and you've gotten off the path, you come back to him. He'll clean you up. You start over and you do things right. So that's my word of encouragement for you this week in 2023. Bye.